Alright guys, what is going on? It is your man Gerard Kenneth. Thank you for checking out the podcast. This is supposed to be different podcast. Uh, this is episode 51 and it's really simple. It's really simple and straightforward. We're going to chop up, chop it up by some more stuff, but, but it's called um, Yo Hablo Español Tambien featuring Sean Ski. Am I saying your last name right, bro? Yeah, definitely. Ski. Sean Ski. Okay, cool. I just wanted to double check, man. So, uh, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited about this particular episode. Um, you too, where where do I begin concerning you, man? Like I, I met, I technically I met you through through a group. It was a group that I created. In case you yeah. didn't know that, it was a group that I created. It's some stupid stuff happened, and then the whole group like dispersed, and I was just like. What the heck? <laughs> and I was getting yeah, looked yeah. at like, well, it's your fault. And I was like, but you guys are adults. <laughs> what are y'all doing? <laughs> I, I trust me, I remember, man. People couldn't police themselves, and things tended to go left. Yeah. And so, I mean, basically, the chick that was an admin, she ended up doing some stuff later on. And she has like a different page. I found that out. I was like, oh, I'm gonna be petty and just unfollow you because I was just like, I didn't want to deal with it. It was just like really weird. But I was just like. Y'all played a part in destroying something that I, I was trying to create in, in reference to Afro-Latinos and African-Americans and trying to, and it went somewhere else. So now I see another group where it's like, you you on IG, this is a, this is a group that I actually follow. Like the the, the, the creator of the group, I, I talked to him a little bit here and there. He's a singer too. And so um, I was just like, I was like, look, man, I just encourage y'all to keep doing what y'all doing. I understand the foolishness. I've been through it. I did it like like 10 years ago, and it was like, what the heck? But they're dealing with it worse because they got people that are like Latinos and Latinas just, you know, trolling. I'm like, we didn't deal with that. We were just dealing with ourselves. Correct. And it was, yeah. and, it, and it, it just went left. And I was just like, and again, my mindset was like, you guys are adults. I shouldn't have to police you. But when I became, when I started teaching, I, I, I would reflect back on that instance. And I was like, if I knew what I knew when I was teaching and utilize that, oh man, I, we yeah, still be around. Because <laughs> we still be around. Words, yeah. You know, if I knew, if I knew that, what I know now. Exactly, exactly. So, you know what? So that's pretty much a setup because you came into the group. I forgot who introduced you to the group, but you was like super, super cool. You was just chill, laid back, minding your own doggone business. But I always like paid attention to you whenever you would say things here and there. I was like, that Sean guy, <laughs> he's kind of cool. So, Yo, thanks, but yeah, man. I, yeah, I used to appreciate you because you know, especially like in, in that time, you didn't have a space like that. Yeah. Um, you know, on social media, there weren't too many spaces. You might find like a little farm here or there, but it'd always be scattered. Yeah. So that was dope to find because you know it was like a central hub where we could discuss things that exactly. were Afro Latino related. Yeah. You know, just from yeah. the diaspora in general and how yeah, it yeah, connects. Yeah. So, my, you know, I, I would jump in and I, I would love to drop my two cents every now and then. But like you said, sometimes people would come in and and they go so left that I just... Yeah, it, just it, it, it had nothing to do... What, what, what was going on had actually nothing right. to do with the group. And I was just like, what are y'all doing? Like, it's not supposed to look like this. And then, <laughs> like, the group just disbanded and, like, people... And then you had people that just had bad communication, didn't understand the other person, or they had triggers... 
So it's sure. like, yo, you got some personal stuff going on, and now it's folding into the group, and it's like, bro, we ain't got but time you know for that. I think that's what was dope about your group. Like, you know, I mean, and, and this is just not even yours particularly. This happens in many groups. Like, I see that now. But, you know, at right at the point where people can get into like really deep conversation and start mm-hmm. to unpack certain layers of things. Yeah. Somebody comes in and they just drop one comment that's opposite and it's like a cancer it spreads you know they're just like hey you know exactly exactly and it just pops like dominoes but i i would definitely say you know that was one of the few spaces that you could find um, yeah and it's it's weird because what, what i'm gonna tell you how it started um i was talking to um uh tito you remember tito right like, okay, so he was one of he was one of my other admins. He told me about the other shorty. She will remain nameless. We're gonna treat her like Baltimore. She's gonna remain nameless. So <laughs> with, with Shorty, um, he told me about her, and I was like, oh, and I talked to her a little bit. I was like, oh, okay, you cool people, all right, cool. So then, um, basically, but what happened was I had talked to him about creating a group. I said, this is what I want to do. I had I had the weirdest dream, okay? Basically, mm-hmm. I'm in this big van, and it's this huge conga drum, and I'm playing it, and I'm like, I'm just playing it, and black people, to my understanding, they were African-Americans in my dream. They're looking at me sideways like, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, uh-huh. I'm playing the drum in the back of the vehicle. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like, the, you know what I'm saying? The door is open. I'm just playing it. And first they were looking at me sideways, but I didn't stop. I kept playing the drum and then they just start vibing with it. It was like, oh, okay, cool. This is cool. You know what I'm saying? We, we cool with this. This is, this. that's what's up. And so that's why I came up with the corny name. <laughs> La Conga de America. And then I ended up changing it and then I just got rid, rid of the group altogether. But that's how I started. And I told him, I said, I want to create this group and I wanted it to be specifically for African-Americans and Afro-Latinos so that we can be like, oh, cousin. You know what I'm saying? Just like on uh, Poetic Justice. Cousin. There's there's so much more similarities than differences. Exactly. We we grow up not even knowing in the neighborhoods that we come from. You know, it's just like, by the time you do realize, you know, you're damn near a grown man. Like, oh, I I never even knew you had this this, this custom or this food or or this kind of Dance yeah. or a drum, like you say. Yeah, I was an adult when I found this out. Like, um, I never wanted to learn. We're gonna get into it. I never wanted yeah. to learn Spanish. Uh, I wanted to learn French instead. I had a crush on this chick that was teaching it. And I was like, that oh, was yeah. Way. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me come through. And so, all of us, look, man. And so, and then, and then, um, and then for some reason she couldn't teach it. So that's like, well, you can learn Spanish. I was like, Spanish? Yuck. And so the issue is that, you know, I grew well, I was born in the 80s. So in the 90s back home in Michigan, what we saw on TV, and this is no shot towards like their culture and stuff like that, but it was just like Tex-Mex or Mexican stuff. And that that was it. When we thought of Spanish, we thought of Mexico. And that, and that was before, of course, this is before 2015, before we realized that there were black people in Mexico. We didn't know none of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? If we thought somebody was black and Latino, you were African-American and Mexican, yeah. and that was it. And so I was just like, I don't want to learn Spanish because what was being presented to me wasn't appealing to me. It didn't, it didn't, it didn't resonate. Can I say that like that? It didn't resonate with my spirit, bro. 
for some reason, I, I was just like, I was just like, nah, I can't rock with this. And what's the odd part is that I, I was wrestling, and I had a teammate that's Puerto Rican, and I remember when he told me, he said, yo, I'm Puerto Rican, and I, and I didn't say it, but I just looked at him like, oh, okay. In my head, I'm like, what's a Puerto Rican? <laughs> then we didn't know anything about, like, it, what about the island. Huh? Uh, I'm from Saginaw, Michigan. Okay. okay. Yeah. So... It's like, it's some of those cities, they didn't talk, really talk about the African diaspora. They just said, you guys were slaves, and that was it. It wasn't like, oh, there were slaves elsewhere, or like black people were brought to different countries. It's like, nope, the United States. And then, but it was like, but when we think about it, it's like, well, we heard about Jamaica and just saw black people there, but it was, it was almost like we didn't think slavery. We just thought, oh, they were always there. We were the ones that were, you know what I'm saying? We, we, I didn't know about the African diaspora. Look, so so when I found out about all this stuff, and this is the wild part out of all of this, it was a non-Afro-Latina that told me. She sat me down. Her and her husband sat me down and said, Gerard, did you know this? I went to a bilingual church. This is how this all got started. So okay. I go to this bilingual church, and I'm like, the reason why I went is because they were singing songs that I recognized in English. You know, me being a singer, I'm like, you can do that? This sounds like... Oh, okay, cool. Cadence was similar, and I was like, "All right." I heard the beat. I was like, "It was," you know, what I'm saying it had the dembo beat in church. I was like, "Oh, okay." This sounds like something I heard on Fast and Furious with, with Daddy Yankee. Cool, <laughs> that's how it was. Essentially, it was the music. So that's what got me. So they're singing, and, and and when I went to the church, it was a mix of people. You know, what I'm saying you had white people, you had black people, you had Hispanic people, you had some Afro Latinos, and I was just like. Okay, this is this is interesting. And so I end up joining the church later on, and then I'm on the praise team, and now I got to learn stuff in Spanish. So now I'm trying to figure this stuff out on my own. I'm asking people. I didn't go to school just yet. So I'm trying to figure okay. out all this stuff. Now, this is before I made the group. I made the group after, like, I made the group once I was, like, once I, like, left that city and moved to a different city and all that stuff. I made the group because the other thing was that I'm like, I want to talk to more people. I don't know who can... You know what I'm saying? Because I wasn't connected to that church anymore. So, but what happened was, she's like my godmother. She sat me down and said, she said, Gerard, you know there's, you know what I'm saying? She's Puerto Rican. So she said, you know there's Puerto Ricans that look like you? And I was like, for real? Like, for real, for real. Because when I see, when I look at the TV, you know what I'm saying? When I look on TV, I see like the J-Lo's and the Mark Anthony's. Even if somebody, like, it, it would have never dawned on me that, like uh, that Tatiana Ali is Panamanian. Never, never, it never dawned on me that uh, Alfonso, I forgot how to say his last name. I don't know what island he's from, but you know what I'm saying? I'm like, it would never oh, dawn on me. Yo, Roberto, yeah. It, none of that stuff never dawned on me because when we see black people, we think African American. So it yeah. just, it, so when she told me that, I said, for real? She said, yeah. So then I started he's, doing some research. He's um, Trinidadian and Dominican. I, really? I believe, I believe something. Some element in this family definitely represents uh, my island. I, now, I, yeah, I was going to get to that. And you're Trinidadian, right? Yeah, but I'm, I'm not born there. I'm born in Queens, but I, okay. I always I represent Trinidad to the fullest because in my household growing up, everybody was pretty much from there. Like my house was my house was Ellis Island for my family. So wow. my, my parents were literally the first on both sides, and they they both Word. come from families of ten siblings. Ten. So Good grief. So you know what? So let's 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 get into that, Sean. Let's. I know I did yeah. to set up this background stuff about like how everything set got transpired for us to even meet each other. So let's let's mm -hmm. let's talk about you, sir. Let's let's talk like right now. Like this is what I know from you. Like just and initially before we actually like really start chopping it up. 
You, no. you, you're a Spanish speaker. That's all we actually knew. <laughs> That's all we actually knew. But just, just tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we're going to get into the topic at hand. So who, who is Sean Skeet? That's a that's a great loaded question right there, man. <laughs> I, I I feel like depending on the day, I could be so many different people. But you know, it's it's all the same person. I'm honestly, I'm a creative at heart. Yeah. I, I think since since I was a child, you know, I've, I've been writing stories since I was about six. I was rapping at seven years old. Mm. Um, I mean, and, and at seven, I pretty much told everybody I was like, I'm gonna be an MC for the rest of my life, and I've been I've been proofing it. You know, oh like man, we gonna talk. We gonna talk so for real. It's just like I, I loved it that much. Um, mm. By the time I was twelve, I started to do a little bit of like modeling and acting. Okay. Had a couple of commercial gigs that I did. You know, mm. more so like pictures and stuff. But because of that, I actually got into loving plays. And I think this is kind of like the the, the crossover between me loving things. You know, just being on the mic, mm. and then. Being like, you know what? I like the background production stuff too. Wow, wow. You know, I, I went to, uh, the second high school I went to um, was called LaGuardia Middle College. It was like a, a charter school inside of a college. Okay. And that was pretty dope because we would link up with a couple of other charter schools in the area and then literally put on productions. So like we'd have to do everything from the writing to wow. you know, the outfits. How to how the stage play works out. We do the video editing. If somebody mm-hmm. you know filmed it, mm-hmm. so just a whole lot. And I, I just think that um, you know to answer that question, I'm a person who's always drawn to the arts. Got it. And I, I think I think the overarching, uh, not overarching. I think the the common thread between all of it is that I, I really love communication and people, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I love expression. Um, and you know emotion and, and just the, the things of life i think that these things make up the fabric of life you know there's there's yeah. nothing that's been done without an emotion behind it mm-hmm. on this You're planet right. absolutely and absolutely wow language love, language love kind of just came into there because like i said my family's from trinidad so venezuela is about seven miles from trinidad at the really? closest points with yeah we're, we're the very last island in the caribbean and so the, the history of trinidad's so mixed because you know of course you have the natives there the arawak indians that were there you know the carib indians also in the area Mm -hmm. but then once you have the the spanish coming over and then africans of course you you have that whole a couple of hundred years trinidad spoke spanish you know with with some african and native languages there and Mm -hmm. then the french took over and then they they had offered yeah, I think uh, I want to say from 1797 to about the 1880s, mm-hmm. um, we were pretty much a French Creole-speaking island. So mm-hmm. it, so if you know people from like Saint Lucia, Dominica, yeah, Martinique, yeah, that kind yeah. of that, that kind of French Creole that they speak, that was spoken in Trinidad for about you know 100 years or so. Wow! And then the British took over. So once the British That's took what over, I heard about yeah. That's when the English comes in, and of course, you know, there's a long history with how the Indians got there. Uh, yeah, know, I, that thought that I was weird not too. Too deep into it, but the okay. island becomes this cosmopolitan mix-up of Africans, Indians, you know, with yeah. a history of French and Spanish in the culture. Wow. And so it just it just always took to me, you know, for like mm-hmm. for instance, 
our Christmas music is called Parang, P-A-R-A-N-G. And the lyrics- I've heard that word before, you said Parang? Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's from a Spanish word originally, you know? I'm curious, go ahead, I'm listening. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple of theories as to where the, the original word comes from for parang, well, parang music. So mm-hmm. the children in high school, they learn the lyrics to Christmas songs in Spanish. It's and it's okay. common. It's 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 happens every single year. You know, hmm. if you go around, there's certain towns that still retain their Spanish names, even if they're pronounced different. Wow. You know, like we have we have one town that if you read it, it would say Diego, but people say Dego. You know, when they're talking in the accent. Oh, wow. Wow. So That's it's, it's always been that mix. And I was attracted to it. I was, it was like, wow. You know, I told you that I loved writing stories. I loved rapping. So I, I loved words. Yeah. And it yeah. just amazed me. I was like, how can there be a, a, a whole entire other language to do this? Because, you know, it seemed like words were just this big thing. I had a dictionary and I'm like, we already have this many words in English. Like, <laughs> How is it possible in another language? People who speak a whole other language, you know, and, right. and, and express themselves and paint it like that. So from that you age, I kind of had to. I like how you, mm-hmm. I like how you piece that together. Like, cause when we think about that, it's like, like at least like living here in the States where it's like primarily like, our, you know, it's the English is our primary language. It's like, when you look at it like that, it's like language is something serious because the same for the outside of like slang and stuff like that it's the same amount of words for the most part but it's different but it's like you guys you guys are expressing yourselves the same way we are like like right you quite, like, you it like, just don't dawn on us like that it's mind-blowing yeah it certainly is man you know i and i just think um uh like one of my benefits too was like you said uh learning that puerto ricans were black as well mm. Yeah. Um, by the time I, in the first grade, I was blessed. I had a, a Spanish class because I, I was so advanced with my writing at the time. They put me in extra kind of class called yeah. IG. It was like intelligent and gifted. Wow. And one of those was a Spanish teacher. You know, mm-hmm. she would come in and teach us the basics. And for whatever reason, they killed the program in the school. You know, that happens a lot in, in a lot of our cities. I noticed that. And yeah. so... It, so it literally it was just that first grade and I remember I learned everything to a T like if it was a part of the body I knew it if it was the <laughs> greetings I knew it and it wasn't much but I just remember like just holding to it so you know so close wow. to the point where on the last day when the teacher had to announce that she couldn't do the class anymore she, I mean she cried she had this small group of students she was like man you guys have been doing so well that I wish that I could keep on working with you you know Wow. So we lost that. But as if by, you know, as if by God, like I, as I like yeah. to say, you know, he's always he's always there or, or she pushing things along. So the next year, my best friend, who's still one of my best to this day, I mean, we hang out now and, and we just turned 40. You know, he just mm. turned 41 a couple of days ago. Met him when I was seven in the second grade. And, you know, same color as me. We would just chill back and forth. I kind of knew that he was Caribbean. I think he maybe mentioned Puerto Rico, but I didn't really think about it like that. Yeah, yeah. And then one day, I'm playing outside right in front of my house, and I see him. It's the summertime after second grade ends, and he's walking with his mom, and she's talking to him in Spanish. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, 
And first of all, I didn't even know that he was so close by. I knew he was in my school, but he's like, yo, yeah. you live right here? I'm like, yeah, I live here. He's like, I live one block this way. So my dad is out. I asked him if I could walk with them. And I just, I was like, yo, you guys speak Spanish? He's like, yeah, I told him, you know, from Puerto Rico. And like you said, it just, it blew my mind. Even yeah. at that age, I was like, I was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, I, I think I'm going to start hanging out with you guys. Like, I need to know a little bit more about this. And I start hanging wow. out with him every day. At, in, the, in the second grade? In the second grade. That's and, crazy. And I owe his family to, like, my my initial push. Because uh, yeah. hanging out with him every day, there was a time when literally his mom asked you know one night. Go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Because I'm going to say oh, yeah. something right after you finish this part. Oh, Okay. His mom was like, hey, you know, what's Sean still doing here right now? It's kind of late. Does he have to go home? Something to that effect. Yeah. And I didn't know how to formulate that, but I swear I understood exactly what she said. It's like just being around him every day. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, I answered her before he could ask me the question. And I was like, no, it's okay. I can be here until such and such time. And they all just stopped and looked at me. And they were like, you understood that? And I, I think that was just like that first rush of like, Oh wow! No, you know, I, I can got do this. Yeah, that just drove me. Yeah. So, fast forward, I wasn't for years. Like, I mean, I was good in school. You mm. know, even some kids try to cheat off of my test sometimes. But that's hilarious. I get to high school and I I don't really take it serious. I start to even fail in my Spanish class because like I just can't get past. I'm like, what is the difference between you know usted and and tú? Like, why are we doing this? I I don't even. Yeah. Yeah, this is a this is a, a, above me, and I, I think it's, uh, or to me, I know it's because of how they were teaching it at the time. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's how they teach it. It's like these long grammar lists, and it's just like you know, hablo, hablas, hablamos, and they, they never really teach what I call laterally, where okay. it's like when you, when you first come into this world and you start, you know, bantering back and forth with your parents or your siblings or whoever you're learning from. It's always like an A and B conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, that's it. You don't even focus on anybody else. It's like me, you know, I, you, this, that, yeah. and third. And it, that's pretty much it. And so when I finally got serious about Spanish years later, I, you know, I was 24. I was playing around with programs that most of the people know, like Pimsler. Okay. You yeah. know, I'm around. And I did discover this one audio program, um, Learning Spanish Like Crazy. Like that was dope for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll always buy one. Um, and a couple of grammar books. Like I, I got one now. I don't know. If, yeah. You know, I'm yeah. not trying to advertise it. Stuff. Nah, you good? Okay. You know, this one. This is my son's copy right now. Okay. So I, I mine. I got my old school one. Hold on, wait. So your son is learning. You know what I was going to say when you was telling me the story while you about to show the book is uh, shout out to people in the Caribbean, man. Because it's, it's, it's some people in the Caribbean. I just say that as a whole, that is like, yo, let me tell you, let me school you, let me embrace you so you can learn something. You know what I'm saying? Because we, we, we see that now in 20... Oh, I'm about to go there. So I don't know if you are aware of the whole thing with Danny Lay and this whole thing with... It's, it's more so women complain about this, like dealing with colorism and... Uh, you know what I'm saying? Danny Lay, What's she's the, name? the... Her name is Danny Lay. She's a okay. Dominican artist and she basically did a song for quote-unquote light-skinned women, but the, the debate is that she's actually not even a black person. So she's she's Dominican, but she's not an Afro-Latino, right? So we'll probably talk about that. We got time. So we'll probably discuss that later. But what I was going to say was overall, shout out, 
shout out, look, but shout out to the Caribbean, to the Caribbean, like, citizens and you know what I'm saying like those people man I'm just I'm just saying like all encompassing you know what I'm saying like from Puerto Rico to Cuba to Dominican Republic even sure. like the, the, the like the, the the islands the Virgin Islands and all these different people because it's like they they come here to the states or we see them here living in the states and some people they're just but then it's like some people they say you know what this person is interesting he looks like he's taking a liking to this for some reason let me in, let me take him or her in and educate them on some stuff that that they and it's like you can't do nothing <clears throat> but say thank you you know what i'm saying for that and i and, and it's funny because it's, it's like yo you know shout out because it's, it's under this impression that just as a whole, not just Afro-Latinos, but Latinos or Caribbean people as a whole has a certain mm -hmm. mindset about people if you're either Americanized or you just you just look like me. And it's like, oh, then you're ignorant and I'm going to leave you in that boat. Good luck. You know what I'm saying? But you got some people that's like, nah, there's somebody that look, I got a cousin that look like, like that look like Sean. Nah, Sean look like he cool anyways. Let me go ahead and embrace Sean and... You know what I'm saying? And then that's that. So it's like, shout out to those that, that really do stuff like that, man. It, it means a lot, man. It really does. I, I feel like there's such a, a disconnect that, you know, I mean, some people do take the time and some people never even realize, you know. I, I think for me, my own blessing that I, that I would say is that, you know, like I said, I'm born here in this country. So mm -hmm. on the one hand, I could consider myself American for sure. You know? Um, yeah. Culturally, once I left my house, you know, I'm dealing with a mix of everybody. I'm I grew up right. in New York, Queens, so yeah. you know that's pretty much Black Southerners, um, Caribbean. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Black Caribbean folk, <laughs> right? Whether right. Afro Latino, of course. That I consider all of that the blackness, mm -hmm. the, the, the part mm -hmm. of the diaspora, and then folks from Africa. So you had this yeah, mix of you know, that's African, right, Southern right. In, in one neighborhood, I grew up in Jamaica area, you know, okay. specifically in Laurelton. And it was like, it allowed me to see what was relatable right away. Because for me, mm. it's like, you know, my friend, I'm just like, hey, what are you talking about? We do this in the house, we, we do this in the house all the time. Well, we in the island, we doing this. Mm. And they just like, but they're not getting that, uh, the information in media. You know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's media really that's that's part of the issue. Yeah, and that's what and that's you what know? affected me. That's why I couldn't rock with it you initially. See, you see Caribbean folks, you think maybe you know the, the stereotypical Jamaican from yep. you know Mark Beth or one of these Steven Seagal movies or something yeah. like that. You know, yeah. or and Cool Runnings back in the day. Right. Yeah. And the same thing with the Caribbean. You know, they. The, I think their benefit is that they get TV from all across the world too, hmm. not just locally. So they're they're watching. As equally as they might watch CNN, they're going to watch BBC. Wow. You know? Yeah. Where they're watching uh, American shows, they're watching British shows, too. So they, yeah. they kind of have this tapestry information that comes in. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I think that's why you have some that will, will, that will want to pull someone to the side and say, you know, look, man, let me... Let me put you onto some of this stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. because you might not know, you know, all we know is like... Uh, what we see here in the movies, they seeing more than just like the rap videos and stuff. They seeing right. like a broader scope of news that's coming out from Africa, news coming from Europe. Yeah. Whereas, you know, growing up, if I, if I didn't know certain information that came from within my family, and I just left it up to the TV, you know, in, in my generation, yeah, Africa just like you know the kid they would show me with the fly flying on the face. 
Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. Talking about, you know, he's starving. And, and, and not to say yeah. there aren't some people yeah. going through that in certain regions. Yeah, I got a homeboy in Nigeria I, not I even dealing with that. Right, yeah. I had family that traveled. Like, no, nah, it's not like that. It's not yeah. like that at all. Yeah, matter yeah. of fact, um, my homeboy, uh, he, he lives in Nigeria. I was tripping out, bro. <laughs> I'm laughing because I was like, yo, that's crazy. So he introduces me to this dude. And it's this really nice house. He's like, oh, yeah, he's a prince. I'm like, nigga, what? <laughs> like, that's your friend? He was like, yeah, he's, yeah, that's my friend. He's a prince. <laughs> just, I was like, yeah, yeah, it was almost like, it was like, it was like a reverse coming to America, right? You know, I was, like, was, I'm, I'm thinking like you. He was like, no, this is my friend. And he introduced me to his friend. I was like, yo, what's up? He was like, hey, yo, what's up? He's like, hey, yo, you should come and visit one day. I was like, Okay, <laughs> I'll figure it out. But it, but I was like, this is as an adult that happened like three years, yeah, almost three years ago. And I was like, but I was like, yo, but what we've been seeing on TV about Joker struggling over there? Nah, they they straight yeah. for the most yeah, they part. They living really good. I'm talking about what I, I had finally made it to the motherland in 2015. Yeah, um, and a trip to Kenya. Mm. And just blew my mind. You know, they had everything from downtown, like downtown Manhattan, you know, to the wow. countryside. And, you know, and then of course they had like what people would expect to see in a safari, you know. Yeah. They, had, they had a mix of everything. You mm. know, uh, Mount Kilimanjaro, we, I got to fly past that, see the snow top on the mountain, oh. got to Mombasa, went, went to uh, Diani Beach, you know, yeah. where it's just like the Indian Ocean and the warmest waters. I mean, they had everything. It was, yeah. it was, it was tropical. They had the city. They had the nightlife downtown. Yeah, everything there. You, you would almost think that Africa world. is like the, the, the I love the, it so uh, much. I came back ten months later, literally. I went back ten months. I want to go, man. I want to go there and just and just and just visit. You know what I mean? Like my my mother-in-law, uh, she's pretty much like a pastor. She has a Passover church over there. And so occasionally okay. she'd go and visit, but because of COVID, she can't. But she used to right. like frequent there a lot. And I was like, my wife ain't gonna go, but I'll tag along one day just to say that I, you know what I'm saying? Even though, you know what I'm saying? Even though like my ancestry is not from Kenya, I'll still go just to say I went and figure out how can I get into Nigeria or, or Ghana yes. or something like that and just visit and just check out stuff, man. All right, I mean, it's far, you know, that's east, that's east and west right there. You know, you, I was like, really, really fit. far? Yeah, let's let's just say this. If you flew from California to New York and you tried to go and try to do a similar trip from the, the, the West Coast out, by the time you got to New York, you still wouldn't cover the distance to get to Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Flag on the plane. Hold, hold on, hold on. Because you know on a map, you know on a map, they make it seem like Africa is small. But you just That's tell me that alone. Yo, they but you're you. telling me that, it, that it's Africa is like the continent of Africa is actually way bigger than any other continent. Yeah, That's amazing. what it sounds like. There's a there's a picture that you can find out there that that base, it basically breaks up most of the countries of the world and places them inside the footprint of Africa and shows you how they can fit inside of it. That's bananas. That's it bananas. Is. It is. It, 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 it was crazy. Whew, it's just this thing with, with at least here living in the states to where it's like we don't have a physical wall but we, we we have this mental wall 
about how we view the rest of the world. It's like we're being lied. It don't matter if you're black, white, whatever you look like. We're all being lied to. So it makes sense when other people come to the country. It's like every day. I saw something different, but you're you're this regular schmegular dude, or you don't like watermelon? No, I hate watermelon. It was like what? (laughs) So this is how contention comes between the peoples too, because mm. you know there's, there's many people in this country that are like you and myself. You know we open to the world, yeah. but then you have other people who are, you know they stand on their Americanism solely. Yeah. And people come over, people come over, and they're just like, you know, why are you acting like you know so much? If you haven't left home, you only really know what they've fed to you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And half of and that, half the time, half of that is. That's false medicine they give it yeah, you right there. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So uh, luckily, you know, there's a lot of us here on this land that are doing the knowledge. You know, but wow. there, there are definitely others who they're they're content. But uh, you know, I, I'd like to swing that all back. I, I ain't wanna skip to say one thing that amazed me about Kenya is even though like you, I don't have any at least as far as I know, I didn't know if I had a relation to that side of Africa. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how they did us. You know, yeah, I don't, yeah. I can only go back until the 1800s before I lose my family. Like maybe like, you know, my grandma's you can go parents, that far. Yeah, my yeah. great grandparents and, that, and yeah. it's kind of been done. I mean, I just did a DNA just, test. That was it. Right. That, that was know, it. We, and I still want to do some more stuff. Right. For, for me on my grandmother's side, out in Grenada, they had a major hurricane, so they lost a lot of their photos and records oh, back. My man. grandma was born, you know, rest her soul. She passed a couple of years ago at, at uh, 98 years old. Oh, wow. She was born in 1921. So, you know, back then, and then my other been uh, side of the family, my dad's grandmother comes from India. Really? So, oh, well, yeah, so, that makes sense. Yeah, so that's how, that's how I have the Indian mix in my family. That's, mm. that's his, his grandmother. Um, so it's, you know, and we can only trace that back to Calcutta because a lot of people, when they were coming to the Caribbean from India, they were leaving from the ports of Calcutta and sometimes they would just record as the person being from there. It's not necessarily they might be there. Wow. It'd be like the equivalent of like all of us leaving and the, the port is in Miami. So it doesn't matter if you come from Saginaw and I come from Queens. Yeah. They just write it Miami. says Miami. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. That's so I could, you know, I have the last name and I can only trace it back so far. So it's like I'm living in a blindness. It, you know, mm. that's why that's why I feel the same as a lot of uh, Americans who will be like, you know, because of slavery, we can only trace back so far. It's like me wow. too. I got a hundred years and, I'm, and then I don't know who I am as a person. Wow. Wow. So wow. Being, in Kenya, being in Kenya was amazing because I saw at least one of every person I know that I grew up with. Like, and you would see it too, like the faces that you're used to seeing. You'd be like, yo, that looked like my boy Kenny. Or like, you know, this Oh, that's like crazy. If, you know, and you're like, oh, snap. I can see how the motherland really like dispersed yeah. around the world. And yeah. even the mannerisms, you know, you watch people really? they argue and it's clapping, you know, like, you know, you're talking like, what's going on? It's certain things are so universal. And I'm just like, oh. That's... I'm like, wow, I, I thought that was like something from America like that. We right. Do. Like, no, we, Black everybody America. knows. That's interesting. Like, and we, it's like, wow. uh, that's just, that's probably something in the blood, like a movement that just comes out. You get mad enough, you just start clapping your hands. You don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, does somebody want a problem? It's like, right. It's, right. It's, yeah, it's so, crazy. So, okay, let's, let's give it, man, we could talk about this forever. So, 
Um, when I first met you, when you when you joined our group, you were discussing about how you you actually lived in the Dominican Republic for like what a few months, right? You was like there for like a little bit for like was it like for studies or something like that? Or you was like, nah, I just feel like chilling and see what's gonna happen with life. I, I it's a crazy story. Okay. <laughs> I, I'll try to keep it a bridge because it's no it's no no so no, no we got we got time and well we it's thirty six minutes unless you want to keep talking we can keep talking man it's on you. All right this is this is the shortest version I can give you. Okay. Minus the details we we can double back and go to the details. Okay. I was I was twenty four in the year that I was going to be twenty five so we're talking in two thousand and five. Okay. I had just bought like I said I had I had bought that pro, program learning Spanish like crazy. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I was going to be so serious about it. Mm-hmm. I just kind of picked it up because I had Pimsler. Pimsler was, I did like six lessons. I was like, oh, you can kind of learn a couple of phrases just listening and repeating. So I was like, let me find something a little more informal. I found that and I just took to it. You know, it just it, that style of learning just, it hit me. I was like, oh, this is kind of like how we learned as kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I did about 10 of, 10 of the first lessons. My brother had married a Dominican woman. Really? And they, I mean, they had been dating for years. Uh-huh. And, you know, but they were living out the house. So I wasn't getting any of that kind of culturalization from from that side. Mm-hmm. But she was she was my sister, you know? Yeah. And so she was just like, look, uh, your brother told me that you started studying Spanish. And, you know, we were going to Dominican Republic for like 10 days. I don't know if you wanted to roll with us. Really? But, you know, you can come with us. And stay with the family and all that. So she has family in the countryside in uh, San Francisco de Macorís, which is like it's close to Santiago, kind of. Okay. So I'm like, I ain't never heard it's, of that place. It's it's in the country. It's beautiful though. When when I say country, it's, it's not like the like backwards kind of country. Like they got they modern down there. Yeah. Okay. Got, <laughs> it ain't like going to like Mississippi or Alabama or something like that. Like country right, like that. Right. Okay. It's it's like maybe going to like you know somewhere in North Carolina. You know, maybe Raleigh, something like that. I've know? never been over there. I've never been over in that area before. So I don't know uh, how that okay. was. That's, that's, that's a bad reference there. <laughs> but, so, so boom, so she invites me. I booked the ticket. You know, like I said, I had just been studying a couple months now. It was March of 2005. Mm-hmm. I started in like December, January. Yeah. I'm working. At the time, I was in a long-term relationship. That was almost our fifth year going on. And she started with me too. She so was learning she Spanish with you too. She started. We we started those first like, you know, six to ten lessons together. Yeah, she was. Yo, she was doing it. And she. It's funny because she rapped too. So I think some of our talents is that you know we both used to freestyle. I was a freestyle champ in my day. Oh and, man. And she was she was dope in her own right too. So it was just like let's just like use these skills and take these sentences and just kind of bounce them back and forth. Yo. So, I go out to the DR. She couldn't make it. I go out there. Four in the morning, we land. We go to uh, a neighbor's house that was like, AKA a bread shop. He's like a baker. Yeah. And they're like, you know, since you guys came, it's four in the morning, you're probably hungry. Let's make sure y'all get some fresh bread and some food so we can go. What? It's, it's almost like life prepares you because I yeah. had just learned how to say what type of blank is this <laughs> in, my, in my lesson. That's like, crazy. Like maybe within the last week, you know That's what I'm saying? Hilarious. So the bread comes out. My brother, 
feels like some of the bad words, but he doesn't speak anything. Mm. So, you know, they explaining it to him and I kind of miss it. So I say, I'm like, and very slowly too, I'm early in the game. So I'm like, que tipo de pan es eso? And like, yeah. everybody just froze and looked up like, and I had that feeling again. Like, <laughs> oh, I got all eyes on me. But they were like, Joan, which they, you know, they don't call me Sean all the time. It's Joan, so like John. Uh. So they were like, you know, what? They're like, you speak Spanish? <laughs> I was like, I'm learning. They was like, yeah, for your brother, he gets English. For you, no my English. It's a rap. <laughs> he said it's a rap. That one I'm sentence. Gonna, <laughs> talking to me in Spanish nonstop for 10 days. And no matter what. And like, I didn't learn a whole bunch, but I learned some of the basic, like, things that made me know it was possible. You know, yeah. they kept, we, we might have, we might be playing dominoes and passing a beer or, you know, something like that. And I keep mm. hearing, pasame, pasame la cerveza. Mm. You know, dame, dame esa, dame. And I just start saying the same things myself. Okay, you know, hey. And, and not with a great accent at the time. I'm just like, pasame, pasame this, pasame that. And I come back to America and I'm just like, wow. I totally think that I could probably live out the country. So I start talking yeah. to my girlfriend at the time, and it's kind of an idea in both of our minds. We end up breaking up that summer. And like, at the same time, I'm going to work every day. I'm working in corporate, uh, like a nonprofit corporate job mm -hmm. and doing my thing, but my heart wasn't in it. Wow. You know, when you just start showing up to work and you're just there, you just kind of go through the motions. That's kind of how I feel right I'm, now. You know, 25 years old. You know, I turned 25 in June or something. So fast forward to September, I'm single. Wow. I'm bored. I'm, I'm tired of my career. And I keep thinking about this dream where I'm like, man, when I was a kid and I used to be at my best friend's house, you know, Eli, I would tell his mom that I probably uh, live in Puerto Rico one day as an adult. And I'm like, I, I never thought I was maybe I wanted to serious do that. about it. Maybe I, should, maybe I should do this. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe it's. <laughs> This should be the DR instead of PR, since, you know, my sister-in-law, she got some family there. Yeah. So yeah. it was crazy. I literally left from my job. I spoke to my boss and he was like, you know, I'm, I'm gonna let you go if this is what you want. So this way you could at least collect some unemployment before you do anything that you want to oh, do. Oh, your boss was looking out for you. Yeah, he was dope. He was a dope black man yeah. from California. Oh, wow. He was living in New York. I was, he was the director of operations and I was mm -hmm. his assistant. So that, that was oh, dope yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was dope. That was cool. Yeah, he was, he was like, don't, he was like, don't, don't just quit like that. Hey. So you're gonna, you're gonna, no money. <laughs> but I, I was that tired, you know what I'm saying? I was so yeah. tired and I was still looking at home at, the, at that, at that time. Yeah. yeah. So I could have made those kind of crazy decisions, you know? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. It's different now. Can't do that. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You know? Um, so I was just like, you know what? I'll probably never get another time. I had no children at the mm -hmm. time. I'm like, I'm young, single. Now I don't even have the job. Stop like tying me down. I'm like, maybe I should really look into this DR thing. And God always talks. But he always speaks. It was in my soul. I start looking up things. And one day I find this town and once I find the town, I, I'm like, let me see the apartment prices. The apartment prices are looking amazing. I'm finding everything from between $150 a month to $450 a month. $150 a month? Right, right. And I'm just like, I knew I it was cheap like because of being in, being in the countryside, but 
you know, this is in this is in Elolte in, in Sosua. Okay. So Sosua is like right off of Puerto Plata. You know, I've Puerto heard of Plata, place. as that's some yeah. folks might say. And I had never heard of it before. I'd never even been there. It was about two hours away from where her family was and I, I specifically wanted that because I was like, I don't want no I don't want any help. I don't want to wow. be anywhere where I can I can fail and then have to rely on somebody to to dig me out of that. Wow, it was just a desire, mm-hmm. you know. And so, because I, I felt like that's the best way to do it, um, you know, I'm skipping some of the time because after I came back from the DR, I didn't just, you know, drop my Spanish and then just pop up there to learn it. I was working. I was working hard. I was studying it. I wow. finished that first level of, of 30 lessons. Yeah. In April of that same year, like I like I said, I went in March to the DR the first mm-hmm. time. April of that year, I start volunteering, teaching ESL on Saturdays for three hours, and I had no experience, but I kind of, I kind of fibbed a little bit. Yeah. I called the company that, that somebody told me, um, you know, does ESL teaching, and they, they need volunteers, so they were like, "You have experience?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, of course yeah, I do." Of course you do. Know. <laughs> They're like, "Well, can you start?" It was Thursday. Like, can you start Saturday? I was like, "Yeah, yeah, of course I can." Like, how yeah. long is it? It's like three hours. I'm like okay, I was like, what's what's, what's the level of the uh, class? They're like, well, they don't really speak any English. Oh, you I were was in like, advanced class. Okay, but you jumped okay. right in the frying pan, bro. <laughs> well, in the fire, shit. Yeah, but it was but it was perfect because I, I printed off some of my early lessons that I was using, mm-hmm. and I literally like remanufactured ways to teach them using my stuff. It was kind of like I tricked the system so I could have my practice really right. Yo, that's so dope. I'm like, tell her, and I, I point, it's like, dile, dile a ella, tell uh-huh. her, and I'm, I'm teaching them the basics, and yo, after work, you know, I, I turned it up, I took another class, so it was like Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturdays, I was teaching ESL after working on the weekends, for like a, an hour in the evenings, and on the weekend for three hours. Bro, you were just getting, like, just immersed immersed man and that's yeah, because I, I didn't know i didn't know how else to do it you know i didn't i didn't live by my brother's house or nothing and i didn't have anyone in my vicinity that was speaking constant spanish you know right. outside of maybe people i run into in the store or something like that and that wasn't enough because you know in that in that first era you don't really know what to say yeah in a conversation you kind of yeah. just in the store like hola buenos dia you got it just in the you, basics you don't know right you don't know how to yeah. get you know, and that's why I love the internet now because you need a person that you can interact with. And if, if I had things like, you know, uh, iTalkie and some of these other programs that I see yeah. out here where you can do a one to one with people, I'd have been, mm-hmm. I'd have been in. in It'd have been a wrap. It'd have been work. a wrap. I wish I'd have known because that, that, was, that was my issue. Now, I'm, I'm going to be transparent. Like, I speak it, but then I get like, I don't know if you caught it offline. I got nervous. As soon as you start talking to me, my brain was like, okay, I got to switch this on real quick. Okay, crap. <laughs> so that's, I was like, but that's my, that's really one of my things. I'm like, but I'm like. I didn't notice. No, yeah. Used- like, I, I mean, I had to turn turn it on real quick, but I, I still get nervous. Like, matter of fact, my, my wife's. She's like her best friend. Her her husband is, where is he from? I think he's uh, Salvadoreño or, I don't know where that boy is from. But anyways, they live in Colorado. So then, so then, him? I don't think so. I don't, no, I'm not, you know what? I'll ask her again. Because I don't, she said something like, no, maybe it was Honduran. 
I don't remember. It wasn't Mexican. But, man, but, okay, so anyways, the story. So what happened was, so my wife is like, oh, yeah, you know, my husband speaks Spanish, too, and, you know, he likes to salsa dance, because I really do, and I be getting on my wife, like, look, man, when you gonna learn, because I don't want to go and dance with nobody else, that's whack. I want to dance with my wife. That's kind of like a low-key dream of mine is to dance with, you know what I'm saying, my significant other. That's fun. So... Apparently, nice. her, her her best friend is dealing with the same thing. Her best friend is African-American. And so she's like, I don't know how to speak Spanish. I don't know how to dance salsa. I'm like, how are you black and just don't know how to... It's like, you can't pick... Anyways, that's me being judgmental because I was stiff as a board when I was learning. <laughs> <laughs> you can't pass on the judgment now. Look, man, I had to backtrack. I was like, bro, I was trash. <laughs> like, that's why I was taking salsa lessons. I was just trash. I didn't know I was moving like a whole oh, robot. <laughs> but so she said, yo, my husband speaks Spanish. And so she's like, oh, for real? Let me have my husband say something to him. She's like, yeah. she, you know how we do. Say something to the Spanish. I'm like, what do you want me to say? Yeah, what do you want me to say? I don't know what to say. Yeah, so I just, the traditional, hey, yo, what's up? Hey, yo, que lo que tu Oh, I'm working. Oh, you working too? Yeah, me too. Oh, yeah, I get to work from home. Oh, for real? That must be nice. Yeah, but my wife gets on my nerves. And then he started going in. I was like, nope. Because now they're going to be asking us what we're talking about. I didn't say that in English. I was like, nope. We done, bro. Because as soon as I said that. <laughs> he was like, TV time out. TV right. time. <laughs> I said, nope. I said, we're going to stop right there. Because he started going in. I had to stop him in the mid-sense. I forgot what he said. But I said, oh, nope. Man. I said, we done, bro. Because they gonna, I said, they're going to ask us what we said. And as soon as we finished, said, what did y'all say? And I was like, yeah. So I said, at least I get to talk trash to somebody. <laughs> So does, like, does nervousness still hit you when you get into the conversations? Yeah, always. I don't. For you know, what's the weird thing with me? It's almost equivalent to me singing live. Almost, you know what I'm saying? Ooh. But I've been singing all of my life. But for some strange odd reason, as soon as I became an adult, I just got nervous singing in front of people versus being a kid. But when it's in Spanish, wow. it's like, but you know what the weird part is? The ironic part. I'm not nervous singing in Spanish. Like, in, in reference to, like, speaking it, like, I can sing it all day. Like, if it's a song I know, I'll sing it. Because it's like, oh, it's almost like muscle memory. I know right. what I'm saying. I know the words are, so I can translate them if I wanted to, but it's like, I don't know what this next person is going to say as soon as I respond. You know what I'm saying? I can, you know what's funny? What's something my god brother did, and I'm going to try to reach out to him, too, because I haven't talked to him in, like, a few years, but... He, when he was learning, and he's African American, he would learn how he would learn. He, he did some, he did something really weird, Sean. And I was like, how did you figure this out? But he said, I'm gonna create like a guesstimation of what, uh, how they might respond. No, I, I totally. And agree I was with like, that. what? I, I want to hear his version because I, I have my way of wording that. But it's, I'm gonna reach. That's just, that's just the way I word it. He said it a certain way, but basically he was like, he made a he he would say something, and he would in a he would make like sentences to say like what they could possibly say back to him, and I was yes. like, I personally, I, I probably need to work you. on that. Yeah. Because I'm like that. It, it, it was it, it's wild. I'm gonna try to hit him up. You really do that. Well, I just wanted to to say um, what I what I try to do, which is I like how he worded that or, mm. or how you explain that. What I try to say is, if you were watching your favorite show or mm. anything in general on a TV and you had it on mute, oh, could, could you reasonably figure out 
what it is that people are saying when they enter a room. And for the most part, you can, because body you know language is 90% of it. You, you know, right. somebody get in there, they wave and say, you know, Lottie Dottie, this mm -hmm. is probably good morning or hello, but I definitely know it's something to take to, to do when I, when I get into a room, I'm not even gonna ask why, I'm just gonna say it. You know, that's, that's where yeah. I got to my learning. Like, I think that was impeding me, always asking why all the time. And mm. so I'm, I'm gonna tie it back in with the story of, of the same year going to the DR, man. My, okay. my nephew was five at the time and he was learning faster than me. You know, and I realized the difference was his mom said, um, this is what you say, que me traiga el vaso, for example. Yeah. And I'll be like, I'll be like, how come you didn't say traeme el vaso? Why is it que me traiga? And I'm like, you know, and I write it down. I'm like, I got to write to him to, I need to write it down so I can see it in my brain, so I can know mm -hmm. how to say it correctly. My nephew, I see him a couple weeks later, he just says it. He didn't even sweat. Hey, yeah. It's like, it's like, how did you say that, mom? Que me traiga. All right, que me traiga el vaso. And then he just says it and he uses it. He knows he knows when to use it and he knows how to use it. He's not worried about why to use it. Now, in this that case, was, he's not saying it like a command. He's kind of like, kind of like, could you do this for me? It's what like, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a suggestion. You yeah. know, I mean, yeah. it, it translates to different things depending on circumstance, but I can give you right. a good example. Um, I'm trying to get some more people. Go ahead. I'm going to tag somebody else because there's a brother here. He's learning Spanish, and I want to get him uh, in here. No, so, so go ahead and continue, man. It's, it's like, let's say, let's say you get a phone call um, for somebody in your house, but they're not home. And then when they get home, you're trying to relate a message to them. Got it. All right? Mm -hmm. So it's like John said you should call him. You know what I mean? It'll be like, que llame. I started with que, and I'll go into that llame instead of saying, you know, mm -hmm. llama. You know, I'll say, you know, you, need to, you you should speak to him. You know, que le hable, que le hable. Que le Got, es, it. Got it. You know, or I would, like when I lived in the DR, and let's say I'm on the motor control, which is the taxi, or you know, motorcycle taxi. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They have those? And, uh, yeah, definitely. That's yeah. that's the, the main mode of transportation out there. You can really? get up all around town for like 10 pesos. Yeah, they, they might charge, they charge tourists like 90 pesos without saying nothing. But oh, you, so I gotta make sure that my Spanish so they can, like, oh, okay, we're gonna Definitely. let you slide, bro. Bad. And so I, would, I get off of the bike and I'd be like, you should you should wait for me for like five minutes, you mm. know, wait for me for like five minutes. I'd be like, que me espere, por that's yeah. my Dominican accent. I'd be like, que me espere, por favor. No, no, you said Dominican, because I, okay. I, I, I came to the Caribbean part, so we'll, we'll discuss, well, if I, you, I, I we'll, let's discuss that too as well, like far as like the letters mean? dropping. Well, they they aspirate the S's. That's a very thing, that's a very common thing around um, wherever blackness touched. You know, yep. you find it, yep. in, you know, from Costa Rica to Honduras to, you know, Choco in um, Colombia. Mm. So they, they pretty much aspirate the S. So instead of saying espere, it'll be like eh, espere. Yeah. Like we do that here. Like like we have family in the South that, hey, yo, what up, cook? You know what I'm saying? Like they talk like they totally, it's, totally same way, like same way. And it's really weird. Because it's everywhere that blackness touched. You know what I'm trying to tell you? It becomes like a little thing you could do. And, you know, people can 
say it normally if they want to, but it becomes just kind of common. It's just like, you know, you drop yeah. that off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so... It, so just to get back into that, that's that's kind of. I don't even know if y'all wanted to go into that. I, I no, 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 no. We can, we can because that's right. that's the that's the name of the show. Joab Lampani on your thing. You know, like if yeah. you you know you telling somebody to wait for you, you can say you know esperame or esperame. Right. Mm. Mm-hmm. And if it's if it's a little stronger, like you should wait for me, or you know, it's like que me esperen. Right. It's a little bit more like wait wait for me. Like yo, for real, for real. <laughs> like, it sounded like it, it sounded like it sounded like there was some desperation behind that. Like, please don't leave me. <laughs> but you know, it, it comes across in good way too. Like because yeah. it can also be like the implication is, you know, I might be wishing something for you, or I might want yeah. something for you. You're right. Like, you know, I say like, look, I want you to wait for me. And it's the mm. same form that's going to come up. That que me espere is going to be, yo quiero que me espere. Quiero que me espere. And, you know, like when I was first learning, I didn't understand those things. I'd say mm-hmm. something like, you know, I don't know what I would say, but I definitely wouldn't say espere. <laughs> wow. That's funny. <laughs> I'd be like, Let me... I'd be like, quiero tu esperarme. But, you know, you get these forms, you just got to keep using them. It's like, it's like the gym, to be honest with you. You know? Yeah. I mean, I... Yeah. After after teaching all that ESL, you know, from April till November, I left the day after Thanksgiving. I, I booked my ticket. I was trying to get into the fact that I just found my town. I found an apartment, and then I just looked up the school because I wanted yeah. to certify my school. Mm-hmm. And they were a block apart. So I said, okay. I, I said, God talking to me. I'm going to book mm-hmm. my ticket and go. Yeah. But once I got down there, it wasn't just the fact that I was there because there were other people who were new in town. Mm-hmm. That eventually became even students of mine. I, I stayed over three years. Oh, you were there that me. long? Yeah, I went because I went down for thirty days, but I created a hustle, you know. And I, I got to go soon, but I'm, I'll definitely break down the hustle real quick. Okay, I, you know. I, but I, but I say, being down there, I had to train up. I had to not just like expect to go to the bar and learn it. I had to literally right. look at a less or a chunk of information and say, okay. You know, this is uh, a regular verb or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then go out mm-hmm. and be like, I'm going to use this. I'm going to specifically use this. That that took, that was like my biggest talent. You Hold know, on, give me, a said, give me a sec, Sean. If my oh, lesson said something about it. Yeah, Hold on, dame, dame no, 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 you get So one of the brothers, I tagged him in here And he's actually learning Spanish right now So like he'll mm-hmm. ask me questions here and there But I tagged him in it because I wanted him to uh, Hear what you had to say about certain things So um, for the people that's listening on the podcast Please forgive me um, I wanted, I'm not going to really I guess I can say his name Hey yo boss, what's going on bro? So listen man, this is Sean Ski uh, He's one of my brothers Not like blood brother But uh, I created a group a few years back And we linked up he, My man is dope with his Spanish so this is what this episode is particularly about about speaking Spanish about and then we're gonna maybe we can get into that I don't know if you got time for it though like kind of like some tips and tricks in order to help you with your Spanish but I know with him with with boss what I was telling him Sean was that you know gravitate to a certain dialect which may help him but still learn the basics so he's still learning the basics but I think either he's around people trying to talk to right now, but I wanted to tag him in that video or in this particular video, so he can. It's, you know what I'm saying? He's, he should be he's looking at it a right. Particular dialect too. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure what dialect he's into. I just told him to pick one, so I don't know which one he picked. <laughs> Yo, but, listen, that's that's probably the number one advice you can. You know, pick yeah. pick a particular country 
culture because I, and I like to relate it to my students like this. I'll say, Oh, I figured I, it's Dominican. I figured he said, I'm about to be oh, okay. Dominican. He, that boy. All right. That's awesome. You know what I mean? I, listen, I, once we get offline, <laughs> link, link me with the brother. Cause I, I'll you know, you I definitely him. know this little, uh, Dominicanismo that I can teach him. Oh, you okay. know, Dominicanisms. Okay. He being so, nice. Um, Damn, I lost my I lost my whole train of thought. Oh, so, here, so what we what we were talking about earlier? Oh, yeah. You said you talking about three years there. Nation. Yeah. No, let, let me say I have to pick a certain dialect or, or a certain uh, country because imagine somebody who is learning English, right? Mm-hmm. And they had like you talking to them and they say one line and it's like a line from like a New York kind of accent, and the next mm-hmm. line is like a Texas kind of thing. Then the next line has some slang from Britain. Yeah, you know, or that is weird because. Because they're, you know, they're just grabbing the English wherever it comes from. Hmm. That is, and it that, sounds I weird. Like, like, yeah, that sounds weird. You know what I mean? It kind of sounds like you'd be like Ice Cube switching to Jay-Z's, switching to, like, probably... <laughs> switching you know? to T.I. Like, hold up. You'd be weird. And the same in Spanish. You know, you start off Dominican, you'd be like, oh, you get okay, and then you mix to Mexican, like, you know, get, like, orale, orale yeah, you know, that you is know? weird. And then, and then you go to, like, from Spain, you'd be like, oh, you know, vale, vale. Like how they they speak in the mouth. Right. It'd be right. strange. So it's yeah. good to just pick on pick one thing, and I even say it trains your accent, your ear better yeah. because once you can hold on to one person's rhythm or, or swing, you can literally hear all the other strings on the guitar. Ooh, you know what I mean? Like you pick each string weird. and you hear the rhythm. That's and it's just like it's wow. You, you know what's funny <laughs> is that um, of course, like I. I it's between it's basically between like Puerto Rican, Dominican, and Cuban, like far as like their dialect, because they, they kind of sound similar, their cadences are different. But I figured sure. like when I first started learning, they was like, don't learn it from this place, learn it from here, because we speak regular. I'm like, nah, bro, I'm trying to hear from like whatever place you think mm-hmm. is the worst. Because uh, it sounds jacked. I'm like, if I can understand what they're saying, oh, I can definitely understand what you're saying. But you know what I'm saying? And that's just and that's just how I thought. I was like, oh, they're dropping their S's, they're rolling their R's, they're doing this. So if I hear you say it the right way. It, it, it's it's uh, almost like it's almost like taking the headphones off, and now I can hear clearly. But I'm listening to Spanish like smart. this. You know, it's it's some headphones. Once, like I started off speaking, like my, my ESL students were mostly like Guatemalan and Mexican. So wow. my first Spanish was like, you know, Hola, cómo estás? Mm-hmm. You know, you make a song. Yeah. You know, qué están haciendo ahora? Like that kind of accent. And uh. I got DR doing that too. I'm like, you know, Hola, Hola, cómo estás? And they're like, oh, you're more than a And I was like, talking like your cousin. You're like, hold Wait, what? Like, oh, Like, they'll slow it up. You're like, oh, okay. That's what they singing? Did it sound like they were singing? Like they were singing a whole bachata song when they were talking to you? Or no, that's not what happened. You know what? I might have a cadence like that. I might be jaded because people say Trinidadians that we sing when we talk too. So I, you know, but see, I like, heard the same. No, but see, I heard the same thing about Mexicans too. I was like, eh, I can kind of hear that. But yeah, when I started listening yeah. to Dominicans, I was like, Nah, bro, you trying to serenade somebody? Side, but anybody from like Comala, like the Mexico City, I was gonna say uh-huh. that Mexico City. You know that accent is that's probably what you're gonna hear when you watch any novela like a standard novella like it's a mm-hmm, straight accent mm-hmm. like that i think there's some dope accents in mexico and in, in fact when you find the uh the diaspora again out in uh, south of mexico 
or Haka. Yeah. Um, they drop their S's. They they breathe the S's again. Really? You know what's funny? I got a homeboy. I I, I think he's from Oaxaca, but he don't talk like traditional Mexicans talk. Like when I, cause he does rap, he raps. I'm like, he has a certain act, cause he's Mexican, but I'm like, he don't sound like what I, what I'm accustomed yeah. to hearing. And I'm like, I'm gonna send okay. you a couple of links. They have, they have right. some films they made in the last few years. There was one a couple, like maybe two years ago, a documentary. Really? Anybody who's looking can Google it about Oaxaca and it's. it's oh dope. yeah, yeah, shoot that to me, bro. Like they, it's like they, they talk about pretty much similar things that you see happening here and mm -hmm. how. You know, people are viewing them based on the color of their skin and treating them a certain way. And wow. You know, they just got counted in the uh, census. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They did, what, you know, 2015 and then again last year? I've seen That's some crazy. posts talking down about that in Mexico. And I'm just like, it's unfortunate. It's the same thing as here, you know? If, if they were American, they'd probably be Trumpers or something like that, you know? Like, right? Like, Damn. I'd be Red Hat Americans or something. Right. That's so. Let me ask you this question. Um, because you basically you, I didn't. Re I thought it was like a few months. You said three years. Yeah, I, it, in its totality, it was twenty-four months. Yeah. Within the span of three years, like I left yeah, that man. November. Oh, I got then you came back. There. Like you would leave the, and come well, back. I came back. I went for thirty days, and I yeah. had to extend my ticket because uh, I'm always in hustle mode, man. I'm a, I'm a pure New Yorker that way, like you know. Okay, got it. So. I got down there, just like I told you, there was a couple of schools I was looking at. So I, I went to one, but there was an English school. Also, I was like, let me look at the prices and see what they're doing here. Mm -hmm. And I learned that at the time, they were charging like 5,000 pesos per person um, each month. You know, mensualmente is how you say that in Spanish. Oh, mensualmente. Okay. Mensualmente. Or, or, okay, or mes, you could even say. Okay. So. I was like, wow, knowing that some of the people in the streets were telling me how difficult it was for them to get that amount of money in a month. I was like, man, it must be expensive. And these people were so interested in education. You know, the, the, mm. the, the Medicaid, the Haitians that live there, they're they all really, about her. Oh, you yeah, made me think about, about that. My town was at least 40% Haitian. You know what I mean? So Really? In the, in the DR? They, oh, I got another question. The mm -hmm. peninsula, uh, what is it called? Uh, what is it called? Sa Samana? Samana. Where it's like, Sa it's like Sa the town. Where, where the whales are. I don't know. I just, yeah, I just read that, about it. They, yeah, they said where like African, African Americans migrated there. Did you still, did you get a chance to go up there? Just once. Really? I went, I went briefly and I didn't stay too long, but it, it wowed me. You know what I'm saying? Really? I was just like, I was like, oh, they didn't even know you guys exist really. We, I didn't know about it until the group. <laughs> like when Tito posted it and said they came from like Philly, I was like, "Yo, I probably got some cousins over there." Because you know, if they came from the United States, they came originally from the port was Virginia, and then mm -hmm. it dispersed everywhere. So I'm like, I might have a relative over there. You know what I'm saying? Don't and, what, and don't even know it because some of them got right. English surnames, surnames and stuff like yeah. that. But it's bro, dope, man. It's wild. Yeah, it is dope. You're right. You're right. So, where, where were we edging out with this? We, we've been all uh, over the place. You said, yeah, I know. I mean, look, man, this is, this, 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 this is what I do, bro. Sorry. <laughs> uh, we were talking about you living in the DR. How I, how, I, how I ended up staying so long, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, boom, I'm like, okay, they're charging 5,000 pesos a month. Mm -hmm. I told somebody who I was just getting to know in the town, I'm like, look, my brother, if you bring me four more people, I'll charge each of you guys 1,000 pesos a month. 
oh, that's for this class. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm undercutting the school, charging pretty much, you know, one-fifth of what's going on Oh, right you said now. you weren't from New York, so you're like, uh, you were just hustling. That was... <laughs> yeah, I'm undercutting the school. Right. If, yeah. you, if they're charging one person 5,000 pesos mm-hmm. for 45 minutes to an hour of class, how much is that equate to? How much is that equate to? At that time, at the time, a thousand pesos would have been about thirty dollars. Oh, that's not bad. So yeah, so you know, times that by five, and you can get your numbers there. Yeah, because it's like one peso. Like right now, it says one peso, one Dominican peso is equivalent to not even a. It's like a penny. Nah, yeah, it's like a penny, man. What is, what is it to the dollar right now? I, it went. Uh, it went up. Like if if we had a dollar, let me see. Our dollar, it would be fifty-eight point. Four, pay. that's ridiculous. Right. So it was, it was thirty three in my day. So, wow. So you know, crazy. essentially one hundred fifty dollars a month, and I'm just like, I'm coming to you, and basically, I'm like, look, I'll charge you thirty dollars, but you gotta bring four of your friends. So I still get the same. You was giving them a serious discount. Yeah, I'm gonna get yeah. the same one hundred fifty that the school gonna get. I'm gonna still teach for forty five minutes to an hour. I had just come off of teaching ESL. So basically you were like a tutor. Like last six months. You were like an after school yeah. tutor. After you didn't talk them at the school, you said, meet me at my crib and I'm going to tutor you. Boy, basically. you are hilarious. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? So I, I take yeah. the business and then they kept telling other people. And within like, let's say three to four weeks, I had six classes going. That's 30 people. A question. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I, I, t- I changed my, my brain. ticket. I said, I told my mom, I said, you know what? Um... I'm not coming back yet. I'm gonna come back in like April or something like that because I have enough money, you know. I was making it. My rent was coming up to about five thousand pesos. I'm I'm making like thirty thousand pesos. You know, right. I, I didn't that go down. That was a come out. up. You could it live was, like a king for enough. real. It was enough. You know what I'm saying? So I was 25 I, years old, so I just like I'm like, what am I? I'm, I'm chilling. I back to New York for? Right. What I got I this question. I got this question because my brain just said, "Yo, hold, hold up," <laughs> because I'm listening to you and you was like, "Yo," like more people kept asking about me. I'm like, were you this low key undercover, well known? do in that certain area within that city like in the in the dr because that's what it sounds it's like a, it, it's such a small town it's like small town anywhere you know the word spread so fast and plus i stood out like a sore thumb i had just put my locks and i had um oh wow had they, they didn't really like, do locks yeah. back then did they no not at all oh, who who knows so, man you could have been a trendsetter it, didn't even know it my first trip in march i still had my braids i had three years worth of braids long mm. ones too mm. um and I got so much like love. They, they they even sometimes thought that I could be from around there until we start speaking, kind yeah. of thing. But when I went back down now in November, I had this, you know, I just spun them up, spun my head down, so it just kind of shrunk. It's like a spiky kind of look. Back like when Lil Wayne first came out with his yeah. lock, like yeah. spiky and back. So I know I stood out because of that. But I th- I think my benefit in those days was that coming like fresh from New York, being young. All the other people who were from like America or Great Britain and, and living there were these old retirees. And all wow. the teachers that could teach you, even though they speak English, it's like, 
you know, these these kids are watching BET at the yeah. time. They, yeah. They want to know. They're like, they're like, what is this 50 Cent? You know, like they want to know what <laughs> they want to know the slang. They want to know Snoop Dogg. They want to know drop wow. it like it's hot. Yeah, just around that time. Like, That's hilarious. They're like, I love, I love Snoop Dogg. Like, what is you know? They want to know. And so me being so young, and also. Like, I knew my grandma. Like I said, I've been a writer forever. So yeah. it wasn't like I just was playing around. Like, I could tell a person, you know, the past perfect from the pluperfect, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the preterite, imperfect yeah. tenses. I could have done yeah. that with my eyes closed, wow. even though I hung out wow. with the all the time. Like, I just, I loved grandma growing up. Yeah. So I just transferred that, that kind of like my, my hip hop, love of words, skill. I used everything. Like you say, it's kind of borrowing things. Like, yeah. to stand yeah. in front of the class felt like a performance to me. And to, to take three pieces of a word and say, you know, me gustaría, mm-hmm. and then put it to another verb like hablar, and then end it off with contigo to say, I I would like to talk to you, yeah. was like freestyle for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like taking a word that you don't see coming, and I make two other words rhyme with it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm thinking a lot ahead of, of what's coming out of my mouth when I'm freestyling. Wow. So that's the I'll, same. That's good. Wow. wow. I'm, free, I'm freestyling. I'm taking three or four bits and I just keep interweaving the same things. And like, I, I think what slows people down is that you feel like you have so much that you need to learn. But honestly, it's just like English. If you really listen to yourself, you're mm-hmm. saying like the same words all the time. Like, it's just, it's like, yo, I would like to this. I want this. I need right. this. Yeah. Necesito, necesito hablar, you know, quiero hablar. Like you just could just keep trading out. So okay, so living in it, I'm still man because the only place I ever lived in was Korea, but that was because I was in the military. So, but what would be the highest point living in the DR and maybe like something that, that all equivalent that all that, that came to I can't even say that name, that 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 kind of like equated to like these are learning lessons that I can share with somebody else. What were like a high a high point and a low point? living in the DUR for you? Like, as far as, far as language is concerned, because that's the part that we really want to... I was going to ask you that, because, <laughs> because I can... Depending on what we talk about, that's two different things, but language-wise, all right. Yeah. Probably... Um, okay. I'll give you one from my early days. Like, the first vacation that I took there with my brother and his wife, or my sister, as I call it. Mm. I, of course, didn't know much... I knew that I could kind of guess certain words because, you know, when when you recognize like Latin and certain things, I was always good at spelling bees. You can kind of connect certain things, right? Okay. You know, you see yeah. apartment, you see apartamento, you're like, okay, these languages have some relation. I can guess them sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So trying to tell them, they're like, you know, they probably were saying to me, you know, keep on speaking, but I'm not hearing everything. I'm like, I'm like, hello, repitamelo. And they're like, say it, say it, say it. So I try to tell them I'm nervous. And so I'm like, I'm like, no puedo, yo estoy embarazado. And I told him I was pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing that I, that I learned that word well that day because the yeah. whole room erupted in laughter. They start clapping, they start congratulating me. Oh, primer hombre. Like, the first one. I like, why is everybody congratulating Yo, I'm dead. <laughs> Like you kind of just told them that you're pregnant. I'm like, I'm like, but I said embarrassed, embarazado. They're like, don't stop saying it. Just <laughs> like, you know what? Just, just say you have shame. Just say tengo vergüenza. I'm like, okay, yeah. tengo vergüenza. Yeah. 
people you know so at the opposite end now i give you a story from when i was fluent now so okay yeah yeah i probably i probably got to my better fluency probably about like a year um so let's say 2004 or 2006. Wow. Real fast with it because I'm starting to realize, I'm like, oh, I'm saying the same things every day. And once you're mm. saying the same things every day, it, you, you know, you're not as worried. That's what took, that's what yeah. took the nervousness. It's kind of mm. like the gym, like you just keep doing something and then all of a sudden you could, you could lift the bar a little bit heavier. Like you're not even right. scared of that one no more. Right? Yeah, yeah. So it's just consistency. So boom, one of the visit and I want to set him up at a house that has like a couple of different apartments there. And I know the owner, I know him well. Mm -hmm. I think I had taught a couple of his friends and just kind of got cool with him over time. Yeah. And I'm in my third year now, right? Past 2006, I'm well into my fluency. Mm -hmm. But I start to realize now that I didn't always like speaking Spanish, right? Because sometimes the authorities will harass me depending on if they think that I'm some New Yorker, that they could try to get money from maybe like you know these because the, the young guys will come out here looking for their girls and they might have drugs on them or something so like yeah, let's pull let's pull this young guy over or they might think i might be from haiti it could be anything you know there's, Yo, there's some I, I never thought about that oh for days that's what i said we talking language or what this ties in yeah yeah because the, the owner's name of the house was um rohan rohan right? like okay. it'll be rohan yeah. And he's taking a long time to come out of the house. I don't know what he's doing this day. My friend is sitting next to me. Mm-hmm. And the cops, I rented a car, and the cops just roll up on us like on some mm-hmm. they get out the car. And Sound they like just the demanding my people. You know, like they're like, yo, yo, my family. I straight wow. go into I don't know Spanish mode, right? I'm just like, excuse me. I'm like, sir, um, uh, uh, no, um, no, hablar, no. Uh, mind you, I'm super fluent at this time. I just, <laughs> this right? is rich. I'm, I'm, this is rich. I don't even know if I'm at that same level now because, like, I'm high up. But yeah. at that point, I'm, I'm totally waking up the night, and my first thought, instead of in English, it's in Spanish. Like, you know, like, who's outside? Like, you know. Like, yeah. I was in it. So for me, it was totally dope. I'm playing a, a role right now, like an actor. I'm like, yo, I know. Okay. Mm. And You're he's like, hilarious. Whoa. That's funny. And he's trying to explain to me that, like, he's looking for a car like mine. But you knew what he was saying the you whole know. time. Oh, hell yeah. Uh. <laughs> like, yo, you think this is the guy? And I'm hearing this. It's like hearing them clearly, but pretending like I'm not. I, I finally understood what it is when somebody. Oh, it was like it's like being in the Matrix. Sometimes pretend, but they're like no English. Sometimes mm. they know English, right? Because I knew Spanish, but I didn't mm. know no Spanish that day. And I'm just like no hablar. I was putting a bad American accent on on it. That's hilarious. He's just telling like, what are we gonna do with this guy, man? It's like I don't know if it's him. At the same time, That's my boy Ron. Rohan comes out the house now from this oh, side. No. Oh no. Oh no. And he's like, he's like, Joe, leave my man. And I respond to him without thinking. And the cops were like, I'm like, I'm here. I'm chilling. You know, you're talking about the cops still there? 
And I told him, I'm like, yo, they're, they're effing with me. I'm like, they're tan jodiendo me ahora. Oh, shoot. And then the, the policeman hit me like, peraca. He's like, yo, come on, man. I'm like, yo, I'm, and so now I'm talking in Spanish, like, my bad, man, like, my bad, yo, like, well, you just rolled up on my car, I didn't know who you were and what you were doing, like, I'm like, so, he's like, so are you, are you from here, are you Haitian, or are you really from New York, or what? Like, Did he ask you, were you Haitian? Like, they, oh, well, it's 2005, 2006, so that makes some sort yeah. of sense. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely, you know, and I'm not going to say it's, it's everybody's like that, because I definitely met a lot of uh, Dominican and Haitian couples when I was out there. I met really? a lot. It's, it's a whole family. I met Dominicans that could speak some Creole, you know what I mean, that that would look like Mark Anthony color, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, they're, not, but, they're, but they're Haitian. Sometimes they're Haitian, sometimes they're not. There's just, <sighs> there's some Dominicans who just have love, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think over here, when they talk about it, they're just like, yo, Dominicans hate black people, they hate black color, but... I, I dealt with that. I thought that was weird. I was like, what did I... I wouldn't have been able to last that long in the place. You know, mm -hmm. I'm all about my, my blackness and my righteousness. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I'm a school rasta in these times, so I wasn't... I, I couldn't have... You know, I just think it's just like with... Um, the last four years in America, you know, if you ask the average person about Americans, they, they go, why, why do Americans hate Muslims or whatever? And you know, there's a you and a me mm -hmm. who live in this country that we don't, we don't have anything like that in our heart. Right, right. But it's only, it's only the other stuff that gets out in the media that's representing us exactly. on a large scale. Yeah, and that you makes know? a lot of so sense. There's a lot, there's a lot of messed up stuff that happens down there, but that, Absolutely. unfortunately, people aren't concerned with that they're not getting any type of shine like that you got a point you know you do see a bigger movement with like dominicans and afro hair you see, i see a lot of hair blogs now i see a lot of uh people who would traditionally like doing things to i don't want to say the word erase blackness but i'll say the words erase blackness are we still doing that <laughs> like what like, well, uh, don't get me started on that people to firm less it's a push for you know, people to to more know their roots and yeah, and I love stuff like that. The, the younger generation is is doing their, they're doing their work because the internet the internet fortunately yeah. has kind of like meshed people in a way where even the folks that have left out coming back and giving them knowledge and all of that like you exactly know, yeah they're, they're yeah. very abreast of what's going on in this world. They, they yeah, see like what's they, up. So 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 speaking of that, because uh, my home now my homeboy he just asked you. Um, he was asking the question. He said, "How long did it take you?" You said it took you for you to be fluent. It took you like a good what a good year, cause you but you were immersed, right? I, remember, I had my ESL time, so I, I want to say it. I didn't I didn't think of leaving until I was comfortable enough having a conversation about basic stuff. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, so I had for one, I had a hundred and one verb list. I still be teaching off of that. You know what I'm wow. saying? of like the basic verbs and I'll email that to you so you can give it to the brothers not even okay. you know I'm gonna study like it myself because I really don't have nobody to like speak to like for real for real so right. I'll just go over you know, it a lot of this stuff is free and out there but I, I amassed a list of the, the words I needed to know mm -hmm. I didn't worry about learning all the conjugations but I did have more index card I wrote them out in about five days I knew them because every hour on the hour I just pick them up I'd be like, I'd be like, okay, if I hide means to go down, mm -hmm. um, if they hide in the whole thing, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, who, what, where, why, when? Yeah. You gotta know that. 
Yeah, you have you to know, know that. You have. I'm, that I'm sorry. I'm looking at my message. Like, you have to know that, boss. <laughs> you have to learn yeah. it, sir. Yeah. So, so I knew how to have those basics within my first, uh, let's say, from December 2004 mm -hmm. to November to November 2005. I could walk yeah. into a, I could walk into a normal shop and say, I would like some coffee. Okay. Yeah. How much is yeah. the coffee? Yeah. 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 I need. Easy. I need change. Mm -hmm. You know. I am staying at this place down the block. Got it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm going to. So I, I had a I had a simple present tense kind of mastery, mm -hmm. and I used I used boy I like I'm going to like it was going out of style. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, 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 that's almost like a cheat code. Like that is make that's, life easy. Definitely. Yeah. Right. And I, and I and I just started dabbling in the past because um, the program I was using was introducing it to me, but I wasn't super nice with it like that. Once I arrived in November with these tools, now I'm using these tools and sharpening myself with the tools. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I could have been, so it took me from that November to, let's say April, okay. to feel totally comfortable. Maybe, maybe even less than that. Tell you the truth, um, there was a girl that I was dating. Okay, in a DR. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. But, you know, um, and she's still my friend to this day. Wow. And what was dope about her was that her natural accent is she's a slow speaker. You know, really? she takes her time. Like, how, like, like, let's say how, like, when you listen to Jill Scott and Jill is just paced. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I would listen to her. And even though she had the dialect I wasn't used to, she would ask me certain things. And I'm talking about this is my, like, my second month down there. And she's just like, you know, would you like to go to the store later? You know, te gustaría ir al colmado un poquito más tarde, o qué quieres? ¿A qué hora tú quieres salir? And like, I just start understanding it. I was realizing that I wasn't concentrating to hear her at the yeah. second month. Right? Man. So that definitely helped. Like, if you could find, that's why I say, it's always about just having one consistent person to speak with. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. I, I recreated this in French, and I didn't date anybody speaking yeah I, I saw a few videos on facebook you was like just you, i'm like when did you start doing that i'll <laughs> see like i you know it's i practice it but it's, it's only because of the stuff i learned that first time like mm -hmm. you build yourself up to think you need to immerse yourself you yeah. build yourself to you build yourself up to think that you need like this whole big list of words like yeah. whenever i learn a new language you know what i'm saying to speed myself up in it i'm only focusing on the stuff that was that was gravy for me when I moved to the DR. You know, I could, yeah. I discarded a lot of stuff that I didn't need. So it's mm. like, you know, get the, get the thought of, like, I like and I would like. Learn yeah. those two. Yeah. Those two yeah. things. I, I hope Boss is still listening. Those are actually really, those. that's, that's just a simple cheat code, too. Anywhere you know what I'm go. saying? Right. So, like, and you'll find the same kind of patterns in no matter what language that you're doing it in. It'll be like, you know... Uh, I don't know. Uh, I want to sleep, you know. I would like to sleep. And in French, you'd be like, je veux très dormir. Wow, and I can hear that. I didn't know they used that word. They use the yeah, same word? Yeah. It sounds like it. Oh, yeah. Is it spelled yeah. the same way? Yep, they have a lot of oh. the same. Well, shoot. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then, you know, you be in, like, Swahili, they have, like, uh, and it would be the same kind of breakdown. Like, it'd be like, I want to, and then, like, to sleep. He's like, you wow. don't even matter. So let me ask you so, this question. Um, mm -hmm. 
now you're back in the states now. So with with <laughs> oh man, so with, I'm laughing because I was kind of like I got it. I'm looking at the time. Two weeks, I told you it was going. This is over now. But, I know. I'm 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 late for something, but it's all right. I all right. So this is gonna know. be my last. This is gonna be my last question. What is so business? So it's all right. Yeah. So 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 now you're here in the states, right? Um, I know you yeah. were doing some tutoring a little bit. I, the reason why I found out is because I looked at your LinkedIn. Okay, I was reading some stuff about you. I was like, okay. I was like, I do remember him talking about. You were just so nonchalant on Facebook talking about it, but I looked at your LinkedIn. I was like, oh no, you were actually you came back teaching stuff in the states and doing some tutoring here and there. But being being just essential, we know you're Trinidadian. But just coming back to the states now and being a black man and then having this well of experience with Spanish, how was your how was your worldview now, or what did you deal with now coming back? It, 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 was it almost like stereotypical? It's like people who you you can tell who was talking trash and who wasn't. And is it almost safe to yes. say that a lot of people really weren't talking trash? They're just talking about their own personal life. Okay, because totally. I've been trying to tell my wife, I'm like, man, yo, <laughs> totally. they ain't talking about yeah, you. I, they cool. <laughs> I've seen people get offended. It'd be like somebody's having a conversation, like, yeah, so the, the shoes were green, and they'd be like, what are you? Like y'all talking about me, <laughs> you know, and sometimes, sometimes they get it right. Yeah. I, I think it's about meeting people, you know. Mm-hmm. Like some people are just good, and like no matter what you say, like I know you said something about me, and they're yeah. correct about it. Yeah. But you know, it changed my life. Man. I, I mm-hmm. tell you the truth. Yeah, I, I try to shrink the story down, but I mean, being down there, I learned my Spanish. I started learning French. Um, no, I mean French Creole, I should say. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Which started my love of wanting to actually learn French. You know, I was, I knew an Austrian uh, girl that I worked at her shop for like, let's say six months or more. And I started speaking German, you know? What? So I, when I came so you're back- low, You're I, low key a polyglot. Yeah, like, man, yeah. expect I speak in Deutsch, but I speak in Nah, you be cool, bro. I don't know <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But like yeah. I said, you know, once you learn that, that first, second language, you start to realize Oh shit! Part of my thing. Yo, no, you no, you good. Like, <laughs> you like, good, yo, bro. I keep saying the same thing in every language. Like, it don't even matter what I, what language it is. Yeah. It's just like, give, just give me the word. I don't even care how you say it. Like, just I, tell I, I me. want to say, I want to express the feeling of I want a beer. Like, how do I say that? Right. You tell me, wigwag, wam wam. I'm gonna turn right to the bartender and say, wigwag, wam wam. Like, wow. sweat it, no Cause that's that's my thing. Like for a minute, um, I was messing with. I, I still want to like really, really work on learning Portuguese, but because of my job, I was like in my head, I was like, oh, I want to go to China one day. So I was like, let me pick up, you know, what I'm saying Mandarin, and I was learning a little bit, and then I kind of just gave up. Like my boss was being weird, other people was being weird at my job because I was learning a different language and I'm black, and I was just like. Y'all better get over it, it bruh. So, You know, I never thought I never dealt with none of that stuff Because I'm from up north I'm from Michigan So it's like The stuff that we hear about When you go to different cities And different states It's like, yo, we Oh, some people is just overt Some people is just covert And I was like, Jesus right. But I really want to Really want to work on Grasping Portuguese That's my I don't know why I just want to Because it, it, it seems like That's the segue for me Like for you, it was it, It's French for me, it's like, yeah. oh, I want to learn Portuguese because it's like, oh, it kind of sounds similar. And like, what, the thing that throws me off, this, wow. like some, some of the words that they wow. speak, it sounds like it's, yeah. it sounds English. Like, I'm like, why do you why are you sounding? Why do you talk like that? It's like, but I'm trying, I want to figure it out and I want to learn it, man. So. No, I, you know what? I don't know the, the 100% answer, but I can tell you that I've noticed that myself. And 
there's a program that your listeners, your viewers can find um, online. It's called uh, From Spanish to Portuguese. Ooh. Ooh. You know, this, and this is more Ooh. so for your viewers who already has uh, a basic understanding of Spanish, right? I'm about because to check that out. What, yeah. Right? It was made by the FSI, the, the Foreign Service Institute. It's really? old, but it's 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 classic. You know what I mean? There's some things that you can't kill. It's, you I'm, know, I'm pulling it up right now. And so there's, there's several sites that host it. You know, I got mine that I use. I printed it off and put it in the book. What it does is they realize if you had already learned Spanish, mm-hmm. that the approach to Portuguese will always be through this lens. Got it. So they make a program that only focuses on the differences because they know that you're going to know the similarities. They know that you're going to know that pra is, is para. They know Wait, that you're going to realize is from, that. Is this free? Yeah. yeah okay, because I think F, you said FSI, right? Yeah, it's, it's made off our tax dollars. So anytime they got like 30 years old, it becomes free. So I, I use all that stuff. I, I oh. teach my new students in um, Head Start to Puerto Rico, Head Start to Latin America, which is pretty much the same program, but one is based in Puerto Rican, one is based in uh, Panamanian sort Yo. of dialect. Okay. I use yeah. that for programmatic, you know, and like, it depends on the person. Some people don't like to look at these old PDFs or to listen to these old audio clips they got. No, but I can go to sleep listening to it. I always found that the classic stuff worked better than like, you know, Duolingo or whatever. You know, mm, I, I got mm-hmm, folks. Mm-hmm. Not, no, not to Duolingo. Yeah. I feel yeah. it's a great program to learn how to read and write, but I, I just have never met a person yet that was fluent off of it. And, you know, maybe they, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't have anything for you because I didn't know about Duolingo until like <laughs> no. a couple of years ago. I, I, like my right. homeboy, like boss, he uses it because that's his only, as far as I know, that's like his main tool. And then he'll right. hit me up and he'll ask me questions. And I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, why am I saying this like this? Why can't I say it like that? Blah, blah, blah. And I'll explain it to him. Same and he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. You got yeah. to do like, like my nephew and just, and just say it. Just say, learn how learn how to say it and learn when to say it. Don't ask yeah. why. And you ask know, it's, it's funny because I dealt with the why too. So when I, uh, when I actually, okay, funny, so funny story. We're going to end it, man. Because it's about to be almost two hours. It's an hour and 34 minutes. So funny story. The church I used to go to, there was this Dominican chick, older lady. I thought she was a black woman. I didn't know. I thought she was like African-American. I didn't know till she started talking to me. So she's talking to me and I'm like, I thought I knew what she, she was saying at that point, but I didn't know Spanish enough to know so my godmother translated for me and so the sister said in English she said you need to go to school yes ma'am <laughs> so I, I took some college courses and so I go look look I listen, I listened to her I was like yes ma'am and I you know what I'm saying and I left and she's beautiful lady beautiful soul man and so um I wonder how she's doing I don't know how, she's older so I'm pretty sure she ain't got Facebook or anything like that so yeah. I, I, I go I go to this community college in Kentucky. Mind you, all this transpired in Kentucky. That's where I learned Spanish at. I met Puerto Ricans in Kentucky, joined this church, met, you know what I'm saying, in Kentucky, which is hilarious because it was depressing. That's, there. Uh, they, it shows that folks go everywhere. You Look, they everywhere. So I go Kentucky. to the school and I'm at this, I'm at, I take up this class and now, now mind you, I'm passing a class. I just want to throw that out there. I took a couple classes there and I passed. Nice. So get A. So I'm like, oh, I'm super good. good so right, because I took it serious. So, um, but when the teacher first come in, she comes in, right? Or when she first came in, I look at her. <laughs> 
Sean, I look at her and in my head, I'm thinking, what is this white lady finna tell me? I got hot, instantly got hot. Now I think you already know where I'm about to go with this. So I'm quiet, right? And so she's like, hello students. My name is Mrs. Jernigan and I'm Puerto Rican. And I was like, nigga, no way. <laughs> but I had to keep, but I was quiet. And I just, but I was judging her in my heart and I got upset. Cause I'm thinking, mind you, I'm still learning about what people look like. So I'm thinking most people are gonna look like J Lo and Mark Anthony. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or they're gonna have this European right. time. You mentioned like, first white Puerto Rican. Exactly. So you know what's they funny when, but what was funny is that my my godmother's husband, I I looked at him. I was like, he don't look like a white dude. He looked like uh, Bobby Valentine, Bobby Bobby Valentine, the singer. Okay. Like mm -hmm. or maybe mm -hmm. or maybe because the, the the white dude he almost looked albino with the blonde hair and everything. That dude is that okay. him or is it? So him, he looks like him, um, like far as like his phenotype, far as like hair color and stuff like that. So I, I see my god, uh, my godmother's husband, and I, and I'm looking at his facial features. I was like, he look like a white dude, but he don't look like a white dude. Why does he? This is in my head. I'm like, why does he look like that? And this before I even heard him speak Spanish yet, because she's like, this is my husband, and then he started talking. Yo, and I looked and I was like. Oh, okay, this makes sense now. But when I seen my teacher, she really looked like she was from like Spain or something like that. So I was just like, Who is, what is this white lady finna teach me? And she's like, yeah, I'm Puerto Rican. And she's like, my mom's from Puerto Rican. Her mom's like, like a, a straight white lady, an old white lady. I was like, what? In my head, I was thinking to myself, what is going on? This is not what I was being shown on TV. It was already messed up with my godmother that doesn't look like she's black or isn't black at all telling me black people look like me. That messed my head up. So now you tell right. me that there's white people that, that, that I was like, so then I came to this epiphany that I was like, oh, it's just like living here in the States. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's the same thing. But we're being told that these people always look like X, Y, Z. And I was yep. like, what is going? And then, then that's why I started delving in deeper. Like, oh no, we deal with the same stuff that you deal with. They just don't show it on TV. And it's like, you right. deal with it? What is going on? So yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. This, we gonna chop up. I don't wanna keep you, man. Cause this, we can keep going. We can keep going, but I don't want to keep you, brother. It's this all was... good, man. Any, any last questions from, from anybody out there? Let me see. Let me see. Boss, uh, I'm going to end up editing the podcast, but boss, you're the main one watching, brother. Do you, you got anything for Sean? You got any questions you want to ask him, man? Yeah. Yo, listen, it was one. It was wonderful building, man. I, yes, sir. I, I see what you're doing with your brand oh, here. He I'm just needs your info. So I, I'll give it to him. I'll give it to him. I'll sh uh, you can find him on Facebook, man. Uh, his name is uh, Sean. Well, it's actually Sean C. Skeet. Yeah. Sean yeah. C. Skeet. Yeah. You know, um, you can find me on, on Instagram at I Speak Mucho. Wait, am and, I following uh, you on IG? I'm not sure. Nope. I'm I, have, I, have you one that I, I tell you the truth, I have one that I just kind of opened up for. The, I haven't really built it out yet, but I, I'll give the information. Um, okay. You know, just by the time you drop this, I, I think I should have some stuff on there. Okay. But it's, it's, uh, no, I'm not Trini. following you. Following you now. Okay. okay. They can find me at Trini Mini Cano. Oh, you're Trini funny. You're 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 funny. <laughs> that's that's said, been my little uh, Trini Mini Cano. Oh, okay. I missed the letter. Trini Mini Cano. 
Bet, bet, bet. Now, are you still doing tutoring? Because uh, you also do a blog. I, bro, I actually, like, really looked you up. Because I was like, who is Sean? Yeah, you found, so I was, you so found, I was looking up you, stuff. You you did blogs. You was doing a lot of stuff. I'm like, bro, no. This, you were, you're pretty much like this hidden gem within our group that we didn't re- realize was there. Man. So, man, I'm for real. Thank you. Thank you, yeah. Thank you yeah. my brother. Um, yeah, you know, I love I love putting pen to paper, and I, I just love word. You know, I think that's the main connection from the whole the whole interview that we did today, like this whole thing. Yeah. Um, the words, man, they they drive everything. Yeah. So I hope, I hope to see some of these people, but to answer your question, I do. I still tutor. Okay. I definitely do. Okay. You know, if you know anybody who who needs to reach out, It'd they can good. also. I'll direct uh, them to you. Yeah, they can they can email me as well. Okay. Um, I speak I speak mucho at Gmail. So. Okay. Got it. All right. So, hey, guys, thank you for checking out the podcast. That's supposed to be different podcast. This is your man, Gerard Kenneth. Uh, man, this was episode 51. Yo hablo español también featuring Sean Skeet. Sean, thank you again so much, brother. This was fun. I'm sorry to take up your time, but it was, it was like talking to like a big brother. That's how I looked at it. So I'm like, yo, this is cool. And uh, I really hope that people really grasp what you were t- what you were sharing um, the information, how they can contact you, all that good stuff, because you're you, you're you're this hidden gem, and it's like don't sleep, don't sleep on this brother, man. He, he's dope. I appreciate dope. you, man. Yo, I mean, for my for my learners, you know, gracias por invitarme. You mean gracias por invitarme al show? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, guys, thank you again for checking out the podcast. It's supposed to be a different podcast. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Those who are going to be listening later on, thank you so much. Uh, I, I will honestly say that aside from the last episode, this is going to be one of my favorite episodes of this particular year. And I'm, I, I love it, man. I would love to have Sean on here again. So we're going to be talking some more. And uh, we might, ha- who knows, we might have a, a, a episode where we get to teach. I don't know. It's just a thought. I'm just throwing it out there where he's actually we're actually going over things and he's teaching it and and you know what i'm saying we're just going over basic things to help different people and then it'll lead to you know what i'm saying maybe you uh linking up with him and getting to it about him so we'll we'll get that together all right so but thanks again guys peace and god bless and deuce